The perfect picture, the space and time splitter, the Augustan calendar plumb line, we all know what common error means. Please. Watch this. Rhymes and poetry. You, you, you. People have been talking, man. You know what I'm going to do? I'm gonna just do it. Awesome listener of Rhymes and Poetry. This is your girl Nalzi Lee, and we yet in another week of Rhymes and Poetry right here on Active FM. And today's topic for me is so interesting because the place I'm speaking about, I've always had interest in, and you guys will find out why when I tell you what the topic is. But before I tell you what the topic is, I'm going to tell you where to find us because you're like, just wait, 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 wait. This is all too much. I know the show just started, but I want to know where to catch your show. So if you're looking for us, you can simply find us on our website, which is at www.activefm.co.za. Otherwise, find us on the socials, Facebook and Instagram at ActiveFM, triple seven, the number of heaven. You know, that's the place to be. And if you're looking for rhymes and poetry specifically, because you're like nosy, I just need to get content on rhymes and poetry. You can find me on Instagram, which is at rhymes and poetry, triple seven. Otherwise, if you want to email me and you like this, this is just too much. I've been trying to write poetry. I've been writing music. I don't know if it sounds good. Let me know what you think, Nalzi. Well, you can simply email me, which is rhymesandpoetry777 at gmail.com. So getting into the craziness of this show, we are speaking Korean poetry. Now, I love Korea. Like, it's always been a place in my head where I was like, if it wasn't so dangerous, I was going to, like, go there. But, like, at the same time, you, like, don't know if it's, like, really dangerous, if it's just the media telling you it's dangerous. But Korea has always been a, a very interesting place. It's a beautiful place filled with culture, filled with your... It just is really, really beautiful. So I thought, since we're doing poetry around the world, let's do Korean poetry. Let me just say this. I did not even know that many of these places we're doing did poetry at all. And obviously you're sitting there at home and you're like, but Nolsey, what do you mean? Everybody does poetry. No, I did not know they do poetry. And I'm going to read you some Korean poems in English because I can't read the language. I don't know what the letters mean, but I know them when I see them in English. So I've got some translated poems in English. We're going to listen to those a little later on in the show. And we are going to speak Korean poetry but right now we are gonna go to some quick reactive music and this one is called conquering enjoy what's up everybody this is lily million and you are listening to active fm christ music is hot music not overtaken by temptation holding on I'm undefeated Not in my DNA This victory I'll repeat it Jesus leading me In a victory procession 
weapon fumble prosper You'll fight for me That blood that dripped from the thorns It gives me victory And I'm just living in victory Losing has become my history And if my God is for me Then nothing can come against me Of the topic firstly let's just discuss how crazy 
awesome that song was. That is reactive and it is called Conquering. And they just recently, just by the way, recorded their latest album and that is going to be coming out soon. So I suggest y'all keep looking at in iTunes. Y'all keep looking at Apple Music, waiting for that album to drop because that album is super, super hot. I've listened to the tracks. They super, super awesome. But that was reactive and it is called Conquering. And now getting into the craziness of this topic, Korea, right? Korean poetry is poetry performed or written in the Korean language by the Korean people. Traditional Korean poetry is often sung in performance. That is beautiful. I've always wanted to like sing my poetry, uh, but then like I think like God didn't like connect one of my vocal cords nicely. So like it doesn't like really like make sense in sense, but like one day in my life when I'm like however old and I don't care, I'm going to sing one of my poems because oh my I can't I cannot even begin to tell you how beautiful singing poetry is. And that's what I always get back to when I do the rap shows. I always say you need to be able to do poetry because then it just sounds that much better. And this Korean poetry is usually sung when performed. And until the 20th century, much Korean poetry was written in Hanja and later in Hangul. And basically those are the languages there in Korea. Now, when I searched these poems, initially what I found was the poem in Korean. And I was like, okay, I don't even understand like these letters. Obviously they like look cool because like, I wonder why our letters look the way they look. And then like Chinese and Korean letters. And I don't know what other place I'm gonna research and I'm gonna find out. They have such cool letters. I mean, I'd like to learn from grade one to write like that. We just have like A, B, C, D until Z and they have all of this beautiful, it looks like art in my eyes so imagine poetry written in korean it literally literally looks like art and what i like about the 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 letters is that it looks like a rectangle when they write it down so like if they're trying to get shape in their poetry which it's good if you're doing written poetry, not spoken, because not many people are going to see it. But if you want to give your poetry or your poem, rather, a shape, then imagine that in, like, Korean writing. I want to write a poem in Korean, and I want it to be, like, a shape. Because you can literally make any shape. I mean, this thing is a square or rectangle or whatever. You can literally make any shape with your poetry. And I'd literally like to make one in the shape of, like, a kite or something. I don't know. But I literally want to use this to make poetry. And basically, they have a history of performing these as oral songs. So the the performance of oral songs in the religious life and the ancient Korean people is vividly recorded in Chinese dynastic histories. At state assemblies, the chief ritualist would tell the story of the divine origin of the founder and evidence by foundation of myths and his extraordinary deeds in war and people. Basically, what this is describing is a poetry form that is hugely popular. Um, the first times I was researching poetry and I was doing these shows, I found out that the very first poem ever written was an epic poem. And I debated that because I was like, wait, how can it be epic poetry? I mean, who decides to write a poem? Okay, firstly, let me put my point across. I thought that the first poem ever written was a love poem because... Poetry is like a love language of some sort. And I thought to myself that this guy was probably writing about his wife or whatever, and that was the first poem. 
But if you actually go back into her historical records, you actually find that the first poem was an epic poem. Now, an epic poem is a poem written about a hero or about um, a a figure in society that is influential, basically. And that's what they write epic poems about. And the first epic poem was written about some guy who led them in the war and whatever. They were victorious and everything of that sort. But this is speaking about... um, epic poetry as well and that is what i love about it even though we're going poetry around the world we keep seeing the same themes we keep seeing the same borderlines around um the poetry that we're doing we keep seeing that we have sonnets that are written in colombia we have epic poems written in korea it's it's basically in the whole body and the whole family of poetry but it's in different languages they're saying different things and that's what i love about it i mean the korean poems when you read them in english you'd think it was a poem originally written in english but it's interesting to know that it isn't and to know that this poem was actually sung now when i'm reading you the poems later i might sing one or two you'll have to stick around and just Maybe, maybe not, but like you don't know until you listen to the rest of the show. But basically, it's 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 interesting for me to actually read these poems and imagine them being sung um, and in their language. Recited narrative was infused with primal songs that not only welcomed, entertained, and sent off the gods and spirits, thus orality and the performance were significant features of vernacular poetry in ancient Korea. So basically... They would do poetry in the beginning because they were sending off their spirits and their gods, and that's in small letters. Um, and that was their way. I think they thought that was the, the their way of sending off the spirits and whatever. But then it widely spread around Korea, and then we started seeing people doing different poetry in Korea and all of that. And a famous surviving example dates back to the seventh to seventeen BC. 17 BC, these people were writing poetry long before, long before. I mean, (laughs) I look at it and I'm like, they probably started soon. You look at poetry in other places and you see how it started in maybe the 19th century or it started in whenever. This was written in 17 BC. I mean, poetry dates back way longer than we know it. And that's why I still hold to this. How can we say that the first poem was an epic poem when we don't even know where the origin of poetry was. And then another question I have is then when the first person wrote poetry, like how did it spread to other places? How did other people find out about poetry? And then the people who started writing the rules on poetry and all of that stuff. Okay. I understand the people that started writing the rules on poetry because they basically gathered a whole bunch of poetry forms and they were like, okay, cool. This is what we have. Um, this one is called a sonnet, this one is called this. These are the basic rules. You use rhyme schemes, you use them, they named everything. But like, I'm, I'm interested in finding out how it originally spread. I mean, many times we saw that in ancient times, they were usually said as rituals and chants and, and things of that sort. But for it to move into the modern poetry, I really will do a show about that so we can actually find out what was happening in the happenings because in my head like i started poetry but that's really fine it's up for debate notable korean poetry began to flourish during the goryeo period that started in 935 the year 935 
that's when it actually started to become big. And collections were rapidly printed. So these people would write their poetry in the beginning. So from 17 BC all the way to the year 935, the poets were writing their poetry, but it wasn't being published. It wasn't being sent out. It wasn't really a big thing. And I remember even in, in my days growing up, if you like told your parents you wanted to be a poet... They'd look at you like, or like, what are you trying to do with your life? Like, what are you saying to us? But like, I think even now, if you tell your parents you want to be a poet, they're like, and then income, what are you going to do? Are you doing it like as a hobby or whatever? But basically, they started being published and printed. And I spoke about this as being one of the downfalls of poetry when we spoke about is poetry dead or not. And I spoke about the fact that many poems used to be printed in the printed press. Now, we don't have that as much as we used to. I know there are still newspapers that are being printed and are being sold, but it's not as big as it used to. I mean, and when we were growing up, we used to get sent all the time to the shops to go and buy newspapers. And literally, I used to love looking through newspapers, actually. And I used to actually... Um, go through them and find poetry and find all of those other things. We used to buy magazines and cut out pictures and all of this stuff, and now it's not as big anymore. So for poetry to actually flourish, it flourishes through poetry nights and all of that. But back then, what made Korean poetry flourish was actually it being printed and published and sent out into the rest of Korea. And before we get into the Korean poems and my thoughts on the Korean poems, we are going to go into some music, and I'll see you guys right after this. 60 in the contract, never that. I just take the contact, I bring it back. I'm running on the fast break behind the back. Yeah, this that, this that, this that penny with the shack. If he's passing me to rock, you might not get it back. They never gave a hand, now they wanna give me that. I don't know where you been. I got fear of God, ain't no fear of man. These them air minios, yeesh, need a pair of them. LA, 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 man, I feel like magic. LA, 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 I can't stand the traffic. West side for the vacation. Yeah, West, West Brook on yeah, our isolation. Yeah. So New York City gotta keep it, me keep mano, uh. The bubble jacket with the pimpy winkle camo, uh. From Argentina, it's a military issue. And Lloyd said, don't mix the pickle with the shit, so don't. Do I just do it off the backboard. Game winner, I'm the one they ask for. Magic. that 
Trade is passionate about mobility and solutions that make a difference in your business. From mobile sales and sales management to van sales and proof of delivery. For, For a, a demo, demo call Rapid, Rapid Trade at 011-493-9755. Rapid, Rapid Trade, ahead, ahead of, of the, the game. game. It is all about Korean poetry. Everything Korean poetry, everything written, everything literature, everything rhymes and poetry. And basically, I'm going to read you guys a couple of poems that I found on the internet that were written in, uh, in Korean originally and were translated into English. So this one is called In the Field, Filling Up with Snow. And this one is by Seo Jeongju. And this is how it goes. It is all right. It is all right. It is all right. It is all right. The snowflakes fall in heaps, embracing even the sound of baby pheasants and quails. Returning to their nests. It is all right. It is all right. It is all right. It is all right. Snowflakes fall like fluffy cotton, embracing even the sound of young girls with rosy cheeks returning to their nests. It embraces even the sound of all the fortunes returning home, the crying, the laughing, the burdened ones now getting up strongly, to the big ones, big tear traces, to the small ones, small laugh lines, to the sound of big stories and small stories returning home, whispering softly. It is all right. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. The snowflakes fall constantly, embracing even the sound of many mountains, the blue mountains returning home. And basically, this is a poem by him. And the Blue Mountains is basically the mythical mountains located somewhere in China, where a legend says all mountains originate from. So basically, a legend in China says that the, all the mountains we have right now in the world originated from those mountains, which are called the Blue Mountains today. And that is from a myth. The next one is called The Snowy Night by Moon Taejeon. And this is how it goes. Oh, my lover, who had pure eyes, oh, the silver souls, oh, the occupied eyes, tonight snow falls. Oh, my poor lover, who wrapped my neck with a white towel and washed my face. A sacred quiet descends upon the lonely planet. I close my eyes to remember the time your hands washed my face. And this is basically by Moon, and the, the, the poem is about um, a companion, and it's basically a love poem, my favorite type of poetry. The next one is called The Word of the Wind, and this is by Ma, Ma Gonji, and it was written in 1939. After all of us leave, if my spirit passes by you, don't think even for a moment it is the wind that sways the spring boughs. Today I plant a flower on a corner of the shadow where I got to know you. When the flower grows to bloom, all the distress that stemmed from our acquaintance, it will turn into petals and fly away. Though it is unbearably distant and futile, how can we measure all the things in the world with only a small ruler when every now and then you turn your ears towards where the wind blows? My beloved, don't forget, even if you become tired, the word of the wind that comes from far away. I love this poem. It's a very beautiful poem. It's um, inspirational. And it's basically a poem where after this person dies, they peop, um, the person who 
loves them. It's 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 a poem of encouragement, uh, and basically it's a poem of strength and hope. And don't it's basically saying don't worry because even after I'm gone, I'll still always be with you. And the next one goes as follows: The Leper by Seo Changju, and we just read one. Um, by him and he was born in 1915 and he lived all the way until the year 2000 and this is how it goes the sunlight from the sky filled the leper's sorrows he gobbled up a baby when the moon rose over the barely field all night he cried scarlet cries like flowers and this poem basically stems from um a myth that went around in korea back then and it was basically that if these lepers ate a baby's liver that they would be cured and you could imagine how this caused people to do a whole bunch of crazy things and um how the lepers were desperate to find a baby's liver in order for them to be cured. Now, the last poem is called The Flower by Kim Chon-soo, and this is how it goes. Before I called her name, she was nothing, more than a gesture. When I called her name, she came to me and became a flower. Like I called her name, will someone please call my name? That suits my light and fragrance. I, too, long to come to her and become her flower. We all long to be someone you to me and I to you. We all long to become something. You to me and I to you. Long to become a gaze that won't be forgotten. And that was basically by Kim Chon Su. While we've done three places around the world, and I think Korean poetry is one of my favorites, only after Colombian poetry, because I really enjoyed Colombian poetry and their excellence was super, super amazing. But we're going to go into a breather, so I'll see you after this. Hey, what he did? This is Adam Gilly, and you're listening to Real Heat on Active FM. Christ music is high music. How crazy awesome was that? That was a show on Korean poetry. And I encourage you guys, as we're going poetry around the world, to actually go out and find out about poetry around the world. Because it is really, really awesome. But if you're looking for us, you can simply find us on our platforms, which is on our website at www.activefm.co.za. Or you can simply find us on our socials, which is at ActiveFM777 on Facebook and Instagram. And if you're looking for rhymes and poetry, you can find me on Instagram, which is at rhymes and poetry. Triple seven, the number of heaven. But unfortunately, for another week, this is your girl Nancy Lee signing out. Peace out and God bless. Christ music is heart music.
situation.